Welcome everyone to another episode of Anyways Back to the Godfather. This is our first episode away from each other. Tear, tear, tear. <laughs> Hopefully everything works out okay. We're new to this. Um, there might be some glitches or bugs or my internet might cut out at some point. <laughs> Apologies in advance for that. I also, before we get started, want to give a special birthday shout out to my nephew Landon previous guest, Norrin Sophie's a younger brother. He's turning eight today. Happy birthday, Landon. Walt Disney World turned 50. Yay. Happy birthday. We are now in spooky season. It is Halloween time, which is always a favorite of mine. I've always loved it. We're going to be talking about spooky films. Spooky films in general have been very formative films for me, like The Birds and Wait Until Dark and Ghost of Mr. Chicken, which we've discussed on the podcast before. But for Lauren, it hasn't always been so great. <laughs> I did not grow up with horror at all. And and we've talked about my mom would fast forward like anything that was kind of sad or anything that would probably get a bad response from me. So <laughs> I was very I lived a sheltered life. I think it's also cuz like my parents aren't big horror fans so like I mean my mom likes Hitchcock like she has a few of his movies but not Psycho and not the more scary not the birds either. Just the more mystery ones rather than the thriller. Sure. I'm trying to think. I th- I think Psycho was the first scary film that we watched together, though. Does that sound right? I think it was. Because it was in Brownstone 12, but definitely not in October, because I couldn't get you to watch it in October. <laughs> I, I did not want to do anything scary <laughs> in October that year. <laughs> I know Rachel wants to do this, and I don't want to do I did make you go to a haunted house, so, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> but I think that you have watched a, a good share of scary movies, so I feel like you've, you've been more open to them, and I want to take full credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, well, I think the same would go with a haunted house. Like, if I went to more, then I think I would be less freaked out. Sure. And that's how it's been with scary movies is the more I've watched, the less, the more desensitized <laughs> I become. <laughs> um, and I've even shown you Us, which is probably the scariest movie I've seen. So you yeah, can that was it bad. all. <laughs> but I've yet to watch the movie that freaked you out last year. So hopefully we can report back <laughs> on that sometime. Scarecrow film. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> All right, so we are going to talk about the spooky series that I make. So starting in 2019, and since then, I've endeavored to watch a scary film from each decade and a new one for me. And upon compiling these lists, I've realized that I've actually never succeeded at this. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So maybe this is the year that I'm actually going to watch one from each decade. But yeah, we'll explain my follies as we go through the list. Lauren hasn't seen all of these, but she's seen a a good fair amount of them. We are going to give just like a little brief overview, then we'll rank it for stars, and then we'll also give it um, some a ghost rating out of five ghosts on how spooky it is. In case you're looking for a new spooky movie to watch this year, then you can gauge on how good it is and also your horror level, what you can handle. All right, so we're going to jump in. Um, We're going to start with my 2019 spooky series. Starting in 1907, La Maison en Sorcelet, the, like, ghost house. (laughs) My uh, French translation is not great. (laughs) (laughs) 
literally translated. <laughs> but you did what? Did you watch this one with me? No. Okay. Yeah, it's only six minutes long. Would recommend for everyone listening. <laughs> it's like classic, classic silent film. Iconic special effects. I love silent films, especially when they endeavor to like really push the boundaries of what film can do. And this one is like, if you watch it today without really thinking about when it was made, it's kind of like meh. But when you think about like, oh my gosh, they were trying all these new techniques and doing all these different things with film. And if you really stop to think about how they're making the film, loved it. It's so, so good. So I gave is it, it just on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would recommend. I gave it three stars just because it's like not incredible, but it is so fun to watch. And one and a half ghosts because there is a little bit of a, a spooky demon that pops up. So, <laughs> And this is out of five, right? Five stars? Yep. Five stars, five ghosts. All right. Next is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde from 1912. I believe this is Thomas Edison who made this. Did you watch this one? I can't remember what you watched Mm-mm. and didn't watch. Okay. No. This one's not good. Don't watch it. It's super boring. I like don't remember very much about it. I gave it one and a half stars and zero ghosts. Don't watch it. Oh my. <laughs> it wasn't super very long, low. but not great. The next one is from 1922. Nosferatu. Ah! We've talked about this one a lot. It was my pick for N. So good. It's so influential and iconic, brilliant, just full of ingenuity. What more can I say about Nosferatu? This is a fun one. It's a, another silent film um, from German Expressionism, right? Mm-hmm. And just the characters in it are really fun. We love the main guy, Hutter, <laughs> and his relationship with Nosferatu. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> There's just some really special moments. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I think, the last film that Lauren and I watched together in person right before I left. We just watched our favorite moments, but... The highlights. It is very special. And I think we've mentioned this before, most people probably know, but we did dress up as Nosferatu and Hunter for a Halloween party, and it was a great time. We'll have to post some pictures on the pod. (laughs) Possibly the video. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) A symphony of horror. The best. (laughs) Um, If you haven't watched Nosferatu, highly, highly recommend. It's on YouTube for free. I gave it four and a half stars. I put five stars. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, I've got to... Don't think I realized we could do half stars. Oh, sure. I mean... The, so all of these stars, I just pulled them from Letterboxd, so they're my like gut reaction from that time. Oh, yeah. I would probably bump it up to five stars now, though. I don't think I used Letterboxd back then, so I don't have <laughs> my gut reaction. Then I gave it three ghosts because it's like not super scary, but it has some really good moments, and it can be pretty creepy. I also gave it three ghosts. It made me pretty nervous. There are a few parts <laughs> that I was like, oh, oh no! The one part where he's just in the background and then just comes closer and closer. I love him so much. He's a spooky guy. Oh my gosh. That's a good Halloween movie. All right. Um, Wait, my favorite story is that I was at the library and I saw Nosferatu, but it was in the musicals section. (laughs) (laughs) I'll post that picture too. It's not a musical. Did you send that to me? Yeah, I did. I don't 
remember this. <laughs> it was, it, and it just says musicals, Nosferatu. <laughs> I mean, someone probably saw the caption like Symphony of Horror and was like, oh Must my be. gosh. <laughs> it's literally a silent movie, <laughs> it's not a musical. But can you imagine? Oh my gosh, someone needs to make a Broadway play of Nosferatu. And by someone, you mean you? Mm, no. <laughs> I'll call in. I have his number. Okay. <laughs> the next one is from 1933, The Invisible Man. Another, uh, this was a great spooky series we had. It was. I love The Invisible Man. I think when we first watched it, we both were kind of like, okay. But over time, <laughs> and I think it's because it's in Marriage Story, Adam Driver's character dresses up as oh, him. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Then <laughs> oh, yeah. we just love The Invisible Man. But it's really well done. They're really good special effects, and I feel like very impressive for the time. And I just, I love Claude Raids. He's, <laughs> he's a hero. Yeah, this one's really fun. It is, it's really cool the way they do the Invisible Man. And yeah, I mean, like, we watched the, the new version. So, like, you can tell nowadays they know how to make, like, invisible people <laughs> really mm-hmm. well. But it's really cool how they did it back in 19... 19- yeah, Whatever. there's no CGI. There's no motion tracking back in 1933. So, very impressive. Yeah. The plot isn't, like, earth-shattering. It's not incredible. So, definitely watch <laughs> it for the special effects. <laughs> and the acting. Yeah, there's, like, there's a few fun. parts. There's a few parts that was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> but we love the Invisible Man. And seriously, anytime I see him anywhere, I'm always like, oh, I love him. Let's take a picture. Yes. <laughs> Um, I gave it three and a half stars. I also, I gave it three out of five. And then two and a half ghosts, because it's not that spooky, but the the concept is a little bit unnerving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gave it two out of five ghosts. I don't know, I feel like he's not as, like, sinister as a lot of other villains. Yeah, and it feels more like this one person is going to be hurt versus, like, everybody or, like, they're an unstoppable menace, you know? Yeah, although I think there is, uh, I can't remember. I feel like there's more deaths than I would have expected, but. Mm, sure. But yeah, I wasn't, I was able to handle this better than Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> I was less spooked by this Oh one. my gosh. I think we also watched the behind the scenes for this one, which was also really interesting to watch. Nosferatu just has like this creepy feel because mm-hmm. it's like old and just the, I don't know, the way the camera yeah totally effects. like, like that way, whole... it's kind of like double speed and yeah that german just, expressionism like, ooh, you just cause... kind of get this spooky vibe the whole time yeah cabinet of dr caligari's the same time and it has that that vibe moving on to 1941 the wolf man this one was disappointing <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> i think i just like i don't know i like i i'd seen the image of the Wolfman. The Invisible Man lived up to the hype. I think the Wolfman was kind of just like, this isn't really scary. The plot's not that great. The special effects are just meh. I don't know. I might have to give it another chance, but I mean, the makeup was cool, but the plot was lackluster. I gave it two and a half stars. Um, I didn't watch it with you. Oh, th- have you? You haven't seen it? Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, it's one I don't think you have to watch. If you want to watch all the Universal movies, then sure, go for it, but not not a high priority i gave it two ghosts i don't really remember it that much so next is from 1953 house of wax this one we watched with 
Deb and Elizabeth Gaysford. So it was a full house. Elizabeth Gaysford, when you said we're watching House of Wax, she thought it was like the recent one from a couple years ago that's like super intense. She was like, I don't think I can watch that. <laughs> I was like, no, Vincent Price, you love him. <laughs> it's got some good jump scares for sure. Some spooky images, but I love Vincent. The plot's okay. It was very enjoyable. I gave it three stars. I gave it two. I think, yeah, Vincent was spooky. And I, ooh, I have this thing. I do not like mannequins. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of a, a little nervous for me. But there's like some weird sexual issues. Like he was definitely creeping. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a little weird. Yeah. I've honestly, like, there were some good, like, set design things to it, but I feel like without Vincent, it wouldn't be as impressive of a movie. Like, Vincent really makes it. It's fun to see Vincent. I gave it three ghosts. I gave it two ghosts. Really? Even the hanging scene? That was pretty spooky. Do you remember that part? I do remember there was, like, the the history of torture mm-hmm. section in his house, in his museum, and that was kind of disturbing and the ending is pretty disturbing too and Mm -hmm. it's the climax yeah i was a little nervous then but i'm gonna give it two because oh i think it's because i could tell what was like i knew what was gonna happen sure yeah it was a little predictable so that's why i gave it less ghost yeah but definitely some creepy images if you are faint of heart maybe avoid if you love vincent go for it all right, 1961, The Innocents. I really liked this one. It was creepy. I thought that everyone did a really good job. Their children actors in it and the main lady, I thought they all did an excellent job. Very fun shots. And this is um, the Henry James novel brought to screen, which is also what Bly Manor is based on largely. So for all you Bly Manor fans, if you want to go watch the original film... Highly recommend. It will uh, increase your appreciation for Bly Manor. Yeah, this one, I think I didn't really know what I was, like, I didn't have any idea what it was about, and so I was kind of confused the whole time. I think it's because we were going to watch Rosemary's Baby, because that was a 1960 film, and then Uh didn't for some reason. I think we were too scared, so then we watched The Innocents instead. So it was kind of like a last-minute switch. So I was like, I don't know what we're watching. Oh, well. And it it was a little bit scarier than I was expecting it to be. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's not horrific or, like, a ton of really grisly images. It's more just, like, you're on the edge of your seat and you're uncomfortable and you don't totally know what's happening. And there is one moment, I think, that's really spooky. Yeah, there's a couple of people (laughs) that anytime they showed up, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, so definitely. Oh, and the end of the end of this one was also. I was like, "What the heck?" Yeah, it was one that left you thinking for sure. And it, that's the interesting thing is, by manner, definitely has echoes of the innocence, but it's very different in a lot of ways. So, but it, I, if anybody really likes by manner, I would recommend watching the innocence. I gave it two and a half stars. I think I'd probably give it more at this point. I gave it three. That sounds about right. And then I gave it three and a half ghosts, maybe bleeding into four, just because it is 
a bit spooky. Yeah, I'd say three and a half. Next is <laughs> here's the fail of the nineteen, the twenty nineteen spooky series. <laughs> I watched The Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I thought was from 1970-something, but the one I watched was from the 1950s, so I didn't watch a 1970s film that year. And I didn't realize that until this year when Lauren watched it to be able to comment on it, so good job, me. I haven't actually talked to you about it, so I'll be interested in hearing your review. I thought it was really fun and intriguing. It's pretty classic. Like, it feels very classic Hollywood. Very dystopian. Definitely a good thriller. I wouldn't say it's, like, necessarily scary as much as just, like, intense. Yeah, it felt like a long Twilight episode. Twilight Zone Mm. episode. (laughs) Not Twilight episode. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I knew exactly what you were saying. (laughs) Oh, good. But, yeah, it's there's this big mystery that I think I kind of knew. I think you had maybe told me when you watched it, what was going to happen, maybe? Rip, sorry. No, that's okay, but it is kind of like, oh, like, you don't know what's going on, and and then there's this thing that you never would have expected, and... Mm -hmm, A good twist. Yeah, it's a little dramatic sometimes. Oh, yeah. But it's fun. (laughs) Um, oh, no, I forgot to write down my my stars rating. I'd probably give it, like, a Mm 3.5. Yeah, I said 3 nice and then two and a half ghosts it's not that like the images aren't that scary it's just more intense as i said i i gave it one ghost oh wow (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think it was spooky but that's probably because well and also because it's old so the special effects they're not really like it's not disturbing for sure yeah i think for me the reason i gave it a little bit higher is just thinking about if it, like, were to happen here, and, like, when, at the very end, when he, like, I don't want to give anything away, but just the ending makes me, like, stressed. (laughs) (laughs) Next is from 1984, Gremlins. This is actually a Christmas movie. (laughs) Mm, Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) But it is good. I really enjoyed it. I feel like it could have been overhyped, but I enjoyed it. Like, it was Uh cute. I loved the Gizmo guy. Gizmo is so, so wholesome. We are Gizmo stands, But it definitely like a good creature movie, like trying to survive attacks from creatures. And what a boss mom. That's the only thing I'm going to say. That's your teaser. <laughs> Watch it for the amazing mom character. <laughs> and for Gizmo. And Gizmo. But yeah, it was like more riveting than I expected it to be. Yeah, I liked it. It was also, like, weirdly hilarious <laughs> at some points. I don't know if they did it on purpose to be funny or if it was supposed to be scary, but it just came out wrong. But right. I think it's, like, a bit of both. Like, it's scary, but also a comedy. Yeah. It has to be. Like, the Snow White part <laughs> has to be <laughs> Yes! A oh comedy. my gosh, I forgot about that! Oh. I love so much. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah, just it- a little bit creepy, but not... Not bad. Yeah. I gave it three and a half stars and one and a half ghosts. Yeah, I gave around the same three stars and two ghosts. Yeah, some of the gremlins are a little bit spooky, but... Mm-hmm. And there's, like, one or two jump scares, probably. All right, moving on to 1999. This was Blair Witch Project. <laughs> you did not see this one. <laughs> mm, I did. I avoided that one. <laughs> I watched this with Annie and Bobby, but I watched it on VidAngel. And it's found footage, so, like, I get why, like, if it's supposed to be found footage, there's supposed to be, like, 
no filters, you know, so there's a lot of F words. And so it felt like we were just watching a silent film. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I feel like watching the actual movie would probably be a little bit more scary because I think you like hear sounds because that's the other thing is it's like dark for most of it so it really is just like you're watching a dark screen and no sound (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I think like actually watching the whole thing would be a lot more terrifying and unsettling the end is pretty spooky like there's a very famous scene where they find a cabin and it's like pretty creepy even without all the sounds <laughs> Ooh, i'm already like Ooh. oh okay i won't say anything more so i gave it three stars and four and a half ghosts honestly if i'd watched it with all of the sounds and everything probably five ghosts would not recommend for everybody just because <laughs> if you want to watch it without hearing all the f words it's probably not going to be that scary. And if you do watch it with all the F words, it's probably going to be really scary. And I don't know that anyone who listens to this wants that experience. So, <laughs> so, and I mean, like I, I, again, I don't fault the film. I get it. If you were out in the woods and something kept putting up little sticks near you and making sounds <laughs> near you, I also would maybe start yeah, saying some, some bad words. <laughs> <laughs> and then people start disappearing. It's not a good, not a good time. So. Hey, sticky. okay moving on to happier times (laughs) 2002 signs we have also discussed this one before it's beautiful and intense but very deep lots of good jump scares i would recommend this for a lot of people though it's along the same signs as like six cents i'd say six cents is a bit spookier and a little bit you just said it's along the same signs as (laughs) oh my brain (laughs) (laughs) wow It's the same director as yeah, Sixth Sense Night in the Village. Yeah. But like a little bit less intense. I, I think aliens, for some reason, culturally, we are not as afraid of them as we are like ghosts and mm-hmm. spooky people. <laughs> That's why I love them so much. Because <laughs> they're kind of spooky, but not really spooky. Yeah, this was, I'm pretty sure it was on my movie Alphabet. So like my... Maybe it was my number I think it one was. S. Yeah, your S, because Nosferatu is my number one N. But yeah, I loved this movie. Not just because it has Mel Gibson. <laughs> and I loved, it was the first time I had watched a Mel Gibson movie apart from Pocahontas. So like, hearing his voice coming out of his mouth was like, wow, there he is. <laughs> but it is just like, oh, and I love Walking Phoenix too in it. He did such a good job. Yeah. It's just so wholesome and like this creepy way. But I talked about <laughs> how like this spiritual aspect of at the end, I was like sitting there with my mouth open. Like this is like hitting me so hard. Mm-hmm. Just so good. Ugh. I gave a talk on it. <laughs> Iconic. It's just oh, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so good. I gave it four and a half. I'll give it five. <laughs> <laughs> And then I gave it three and a half ghosts. That's maybe a little high, but there are, like, jump scares. And I felt like I was pretty on edge the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I gave it three ghosts. There is the one scene. Oh, it's my favorite when he's watching the news mm-hmm. clip. And there's that jump scare. Oh, it got me so it's bad. so good. But also, I love his reaction, too. I'm like, okay, not the only one that's scared me. <laughs> so good i want to watch it i'm gonna watch it this month oh i might have to watch it too maybe we can watch it together because this was in 2019 
I didn't watch one from the 2010s. So that is the end of Spooky Series 2019. Clap, clap. Um, <laughs> now it is time for our sponsor story. Okay, this episode is sponsored by The Shower Scare. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I figured this was a good time to bring it in since it's about spooky things. Um, we did originally talk about this and then Rachel cut it out because that episode was way too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just too good. It's got to have its own sponsor story. Its own time. It has to episode. have its own specific time to talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, so we talked about when we watched Psycho, it made me really nervous. Um, I, it was the first scary movie I'd really watched, and I was screaming the whole time. Anyways, and then any time afterwards I would hear the Psycho music, I'd, like, jump a little bit. Like, um, I was listening to, uh, We Didn't Start the Fire, because Rachel had gotten into Billy Joel, and there's a part where it goes... Psycho. Check you, a psycho. You can hear the violins in the background, and I remember driving to work, and I suddenly heard those violins, and I was like, ah! <laughs> I was just, it had Pavlov's dogs, like, mm-hmm. that Pavlovian response. It just res- made me have this fear response. <laughs> I'm over it now, mostly, but it still makes me a little nervous. <laughs> no, I was listening to it as I decorated for Halloween, and th- when the violins come on, I, like, Oh, it takes me a second. It's so good. Bernard it's Herman. Very, very well done with that music. But so one Sunday, I think it was a Sunday, mm-hmm. we watched Monsters Inc. So <laughs> wholesome. And this was like a couple months after we had watched Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it is so good. And I cried at the end. Just love it so much. But and then, that oh. it has the Psycho music in it. I think this is why. It was in my head. Why it was on your mind. Because when he is looking for, when he, like, has dumped everything into the toilet, and then he sees Boo, but it happens off screen, there are the violins. Yeah, yeah. They love Pixar, because that's also in Nemo, is the Uh violins. They love Alfred Hitchcock. So I was in the shower, and I was just singing the Monsters, Inc., like, the sad music at the end. just like that was just my I wasn't even thinking I was just singing that (laughs) and then suddenly I kind of like I'm singing still but I can hear something else so I stopped singing and then I realized it's the violins and I I like stop and I scream and then I realize Rachel is outside the door (laughs) um with her phone playing the psycho music (laughs) and I just start like shaking (laughs) because also because I'm laughing at my own response that I just had like I was shook at how scared I was in that moment in the shower (laughs) hearing this the violins that I started laughing kind of silently kind of like doubled over (laughs) and Rachel just goes are you crying (laughs) yeah there was like silence I think I could like hear something like, maybe when you were laughing, it sounded like crying, and I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Have I gone too far? <laughs> I've crossed the line. <laughs> it's Maddie and the pumpkin spray all over again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, it, like, was so cruel, even now. Oh, my gosh. Can't believe I did that to you. But, yeah, I don't know why you decided to do that. <laughs> Disrupting oh. my peaceful shower. <laughs> and now it's kind of tainted that song for you, just a little. Yeah, sometimes I'll <laughs> listen to it and be like, oh, <laughs> I remember being really scared. 
But I think I did scream at you. I was like, Rachel! <laughs> I think before I did it, because Sarah watched it with us, and I was like, I'm going to go scare her. Maybe, was Emma there too? Because I think it was in, like, the winter. Yeah, probably. Ugh, it was a good time. <laughs> Wiping tears. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the iconic shower scare based on Psycho <laughs> in real life. <laughs> Wow, thank you to me (laughs) for doing that. You're welcome, Lauren. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Moving on, we're going to recap the 2020 Spooky series. And I think there's, yeah, there's still a good amount of things that we watched together. So Yeah, I think I watched more with you this time because I was like, oh yeah, these are actually fun. Yeah. So 1907 is Le Spectre Rouge, which is the red ghost, the red specter. And it's only eight minutes long. Not as good as uh, La Maison en Sorcelet, but still fun. Some good special effects. It's just, like, all red. That's kind of the only thing I Mm -hmm. super remember. (laughs) Is Satan in that one? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that struck me. It's so funny. (laughs) The actor is Satan? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I... I think it was just, like, a nondescript Or, like, a demon. skeleton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember which one it is now. And he has, like, a cape. Yeah, he was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I gave it three stars just because you know I love a good silent film. Yeah, I would also probably give it three stars. I gave it 0. .5 of a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did one ghost. Yeah, not spooky. It's not scary. It's just got the creepy vibe, but it's not scary at all. Yeah. Next is 1910 Frankenstein. This might be Thomas Edison. I don't know. Thomas Edison yeah. was doing a lot of stuff back yeah, in the day. Yeah, this one is. I remember. Um, kind of forgettable. I don't really remember that much. Like, And maybe it's just because when I think of a Frankenstein film, I think of the actual one. But I honestly don't remember too much that happened in this. I remember there's one part that's really cool that I remember one part where like I think the monster is forming and he did mm. it did it backwards so that oh that's right like, he like burned something and then filmed it and then put it backwards so then it was like growing back together that was pretty cool that is cool but yeah, yeah the rest of it was just like yeah, okay <laughs> yeah the rest didn't really seem to have much of a plot but again a good silent film special effect. Mm-hmm. Two and a half stars, and then another half of a ghost. Yeah, I gave it three and one. Same as you other. gave it a higher star rating than me. Oh, I'm so proud. well. Remember, I didn't know we were doing half stars. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Next is 1925, The Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> this one was. So I often start my spooky series in September just because there's I also rewatch my favorite Halloween movies. So there's so much going on in October that I usually start a little bit early with my spooky series. This one happened to be over the big windstorm of 2020 because I remember I was didn't have power. I don't think you had power. Mm-mm, so we were like no. desperately searching for a place where we could watch the Phantom of the Opera. And we ended up at Annie's house. And so she no, got to first, watch with us. First, we ended up at Biz's house. Oh, that's right. And you watched, we started the wrong one. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> because she didn't have Wi-Fi, but she had power. Yeah, yeah. So I brought my DVD, but it was like, yeah, classic me getting the decades wrong. Yeah, it had Claude Rains, which we love, but it was a terrible, mm-hmm. terrible movie. Like, ten minutes in, I was like, this isn't right. <laughs> so then we went like, to I'm Annie's. pretty sure this is a silent movie. Why yeah. are they talking? <laughs> and also supposed to be in black and white. Maybe it wasn't black and white, actually. I don't remember. No, I think it was in color. Okay. <laughs> so we finally made it to Annie's, and she watched it with us, and it's a good time. Um, it was good. It's a fun movie. I really like it. I mean, I love Phantom of the Opera, the musical, so much. Um, And so watching this classic piece of cinema was really fun for me. And it inspired me to read the book, which was also a good time. Ooh, good. Um, It is very different from the play. There are some similarities, obviously, but the ending is really different. And there's like, yeah, so much that goes on underneath the opera house that's different. Mainly, like, at the end, Christine has to, to, like, choose between two bugs, and either one will, like, flood the opera house, or I forget what the other one does, but (laughs) it's more faithful to the book than the musical is, so. Maybe my favorite part, besides, like, the moat, I'm such a sucker for the Phantom's lair, was (laughs) Lauren's reaction to the Phantom reveal. (laughs) I did not, ex- I don't know, I didn't know what he was looked like, and I guess he's some famous scary guy, but oh, I had yeah. never seen him before, and so he takes off his mask, and I screamed, because he's <laughs> really freaky looking. I think it made Chloe bark, like, it was unsettling. It startled everybody, <laughs> and Rachel's like, what, you've never seen him before? I'm like, no. That's a classic universal monster. Oh I guess gosh. maybe I'd seen him, but I didn't know it was the Phantom, so sure. I wasn't expecting for him to appear on the screen. He's so spooky. He's really spooky. Um, I doesn't it- he also, he sleeps in a coffin? Oh, I think something. so. So cute. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> you just live in the basement and sleep in a coffin. <laughs> what a dream. I gave it three and a half stars. Yeah, I gave it three stars. And then two ghosts, mostly just for the the makeup. I gave it four ghosts! Oh! <laughs> I was so scared. I think I did have a nightmare about him that night, too. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous about him. Oh my gosh. It's just because there's, like, not really any jump scares or, like, anything super menacing, but... <laughs> Just that moment. Oh and, like, the goodness. music is like, Dum! Oh, like, yeah. Ah! Not ready for that! <laughs> He's definitely spookier than any of the Broadway phantoms, that's for sure. Yeah, so that's why I wasn't expecting, I was just expecting some guy with, like, have his face to be kind of scarred. Yeah. But, no, he, like, doesn't even look like a human being. <laughs> <laughs> he actually looks like a monster. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. 1931's Dracula. Oh, I just read my first note and it says bat carriage <laughs> in all caps. Dracula, like, his Nosferatu is based on Dracula and there's this whole, like, they shouldn't have made it and it broke copyright stuff and yeah, or like Bram Stoker didn't want them to make it, but they did it anyway. And Rude. it's based on Dracula, but it's like also a little bit different. I think it's, it is similar. I haven't actually read Dracula yet. I want to. 
at one point he's driving the carriage and then the person looks out the window again and it's a bat driving the carriage. Oh, <laughs> it's so cute. along and it's a very obviously not real bat. <laughs> I like made them rewind it and watch it <laughs> several times because it's so cute. <laughs> but very iconic. Bella Lugosi, what a hero. Um, he's no Nosferatu, but still very enjoyable, very fun, also influential. And, like, his reactions to anything is just great. Like, when there's a cross that comes out or anything, like, he has such a good reaction. It's like, <laughs> yes, I love you, Drek. He is 100% in. <laughs> I think my favorite part of watching this, we watched it with Deb, and maybe this too, but... I think so. There's a part where his, like, henchmen, whatever, it's the... It's Hutter, but a different version, a very dumb version of Hutter. <laughs> um, justice for Hutter. <laughs> um, anyway, he's in, like, the insane asylum, and he has to go to sleep. And Deb goes, oh, he doesn't even have his jammas. <laughs> I don't know. I think because I loved how she said jammas and just <laughs> commiserating with this, like, weird guy. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Oh, it's you in remember my- that? My quotes from 2020. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, I think this was like, maybe it was the origin of like sexy Dracula. Mm. Like Dr- Dracula being, because Nosferatu is not. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dracula is like this mysterious, handsome guy. That It's true. And also like his, the girl that he's after, she like turns into this weird, sexy lady. Yeah, she know. wants him though. I yeah, don't blame her, though. Bella can't help himself. <laughs> He's just too handsome. <laughs> He's all that. What a good, like, his stare, too. His hypnotic stare. Mm. Mm-hmm. I gave it four stars. I gave it three out of five. And then two ghosts. It's not too spooky. I gave it one ghost. <laughs> I think there are, like, some kind of intense moments near the end, but it's never, like, it feels old, so it doesn't ever really feel too intense yeah but it's not the same like creepy expressionism vibe i don't know it was more like since it it's safer. london and yeah it doesn't feel as spooky as to oh me that's as, right because like, they go to germany nosferatu. in nosferatu mm-hmm. and they go to london and dracula interesting interesting and like he just doesn't even carry his coffin around like such a lazy <laughs> vampire <laughs> like what are you even doing <laughs> Okay, moving on to 1942's Cat People. (laughs) This one, (laughs) I think initially we were just kind of like, the heck? But over time, I feel like I've been like, no, it's like a very well done. The cinematography is really interesting. The plot is not great, but I feel like it's interesting. And like the female lead is really fascinating and she does a really Mm -hmm. good job. I can't. Who directs it? I forget what the or what is the, the bus scene called? Yeah, yeah, L- Luton bus. Okay, yeah, it's like the beginning of the the jump scare, but it's a fake jump scare. Like it's mm-hmm, not the actually fake something. Out. Yeah, so, not something yeah. sinister. So super fun for that origin. And I do feel like the the special effects are really interesting. I'm like having these flashes of like the pool scene and the yeah. cages and. Uh-huh. So I I would recommend this one. I think it's worth watching as long as you're like 
going into it being like it, it's a little bit weird and a little bit off but really cool film <laughs> yeah let me just read you the imdb like overview an american man marries a serbian immigrant who fears that she will turn into the cat person of her homeland's fables if they are intimate <laughs> together <laughs> yeah it's so there's definitely some like sexuality commentary and probably some immigration like there's a lot i i could write many papers on this i feel like but yeah looking at it as a film analysis it's really really cool yeah there's a couple good spooky parts and i gave it two and a half stars originally probably now i would bump it up to three and a half yeah i just have three out of five on there and then I did give it two and a half ghosts, just because it is unsettling and there's like some spooky parts to it and the jump scare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did two ghosts. Nice. For the yeah, that pool scene also I remember being like, <laughs> 1959's House on Haunted Hill, another Vincent Price film. This is another one that we watched with Deb and Elizabeth Gaysford. And I think it was definitely more spooky than The Wax. There are some, like, plot inconsistencies and some things that are, like, a little bit unbelievable. Like, suspend your disbelief for sure. But I really liked it. I enjoyed it. And I thought as a whole movie, it was very, very entertaining and very fun to watch. And had, like, some pretty good scares to it, too. Yeah, it was freaking scary. I closed my eyes sometimes. <laughs> you and Deb were not okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did like, I don't know, it was kind of like a whodunit mm-hmm. kind of mystery. And at the end, it's fun. It kind of all comes together. Yeah, it was pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty spooky for like an old kind of fun movie. Um, yeah, I think I told someone that I watched it and then it was terrifying and then they watched it and they were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why you acted that way. Yeah, but it's not I, like horrific, but it's it's scarier than maybe you would expect from just I like, don't know why I just do not handle haunted houses well. Like a, an actual haunted house, I do not want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gave it four stars, though. I really enjoyed it. I also did give it four stars because of Vincent. And, like, I do like the scary movies where everything is kind of explained at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's one reason I didn't like Us is because there was a lot of, like, whoa, what was that? (laughs) What happened? Oh, my gosh. I love the movies I love. No, I don't. (laughs) And I do feel like all the characters are really interesting and there's a lot going on and you like you tend to care more about the characters than maybe in some of the other films so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it was a good one i gave it three ghosts maybe a little high but yeah i gave it i gave it four ghosts again (laughs) (laughs) phantom of the opera okay i that was a little bit ironic with the four ghosts (laughs) this one actually i would probably give it four ghosts for real because i i was closing my eyes yeah no it's if you are not super into spooky films, it's a scary film. If you are into scary films, it's probably not that spooky. Yeah. Because it's old, too, and, yeah, like, you can tell it's not real. Yeah, like, I thought I had one or two, like, very good moments, but I wasn't terribly afraid. (laughs) Next is 1968, Night of the Living Dead. 
And when I was writing this, I was like, oh, Lauren really needs to watch this. But after talking about all these other scary movies, I'm like, you might want to skip it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. This is one of the ones on my cousin's list that I told him I'd be interested in watching with oh, him. Because okay. it is just like an important film, I think, for it is. It's the like, genre and yeah, history. It definitely redefines the zombie genre. And I feel like everything that comes after is deeply influenced like it's very tropey but then when you're like oh no this starts all the tropes like everything is copying this movie it's cool to think about it in those contexts it was the first one to do it all yeah i really really liked it It it's really excellent the protagonist is really fun really cool very different for its time i don't want to say too much in case you watch it (laughs) but again very influential and it like is suspenseful and unexpected and it is pretty scary like i'll be if you watch it i'll be interested in hearing how you do (laughs) because the zombies are pretty spooky yeah you're gonna have to tell me if you end up watching it i gave it four stars three to three and a half ghosts it's spooky and like the zombies are pretty creepy and it's intense but i don't feel like it's horrific uh yeah i'll see seems like a good october movie All right, next is When a Stranger Calls. This is from 1979. I don't think, have you, you saw the remake, right? Yeah, I saw the one that, let me see what year it was. 2006 Okay, was the one I watched. And it was like one of the first movies I watched that was actually scary. I keep saying that (laughs) about (laughs) Psycho. Psycho is the first one that's like, you know, rated R and like famous horror. Mm-hmm. This is PG thirteen scary, so like teenage first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen the remake. I feel like a lot of people were like, "If you babysit, don't watch it." You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I never did. This one is weird. Like I feel like two different movies in one, where the first half is like that iconic babysitting someone's calling and the police are involved and I don't want to spoil it in case people listening haven't seen it or don't know the story but when the moment the famous moment that I knew about happened I was like there is still like an hour left in this film what the (laughs) heck happens and the second half is like also good I feel like I was in a weird mood when I watched it so I felt really detached from everything that was happening so I didn't get very scared um and it just was weird. Like, I felt like it was weird pacing. And <laughs> this, like, horrible, horrible, horrible thing happens to this girl. And I was just like, that sucks for her. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not in a good mood to be scared, I think. Um, <laughs> so I gave it two stars. That might be a little harsh. If I watched it again, maybe I'd be more generous. Um, three and a half to four ghosts, though. Because it is, like, pretty disturbing. Especially if you have a fear of intruders. Okay, 1982's The Thing. Mm, we mm. love this film. <laughs> this is a good one. Great plot, amazing acting, such a fun set. The cinematography is great. Like, everything was just spot on. And it's very fun and really clever. It is definitely one of the main influences of the game Among Us. Like, they have so many references to The Thing, and I feel like it's pretty much based on it. <laughs> yeah. And it was fun because we watched it when Among Us was really big, so. Oh, yeah. I hadn't played it yet 
Right. I think the next week we played it with our friends and we were like, what, 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 this is the same the thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, really, really good. Very fun. Would highly recommend with the caveat it, it does have some pretty disturbing images, but a really, oh like, my a really gosh. good. <laughs> I just remembered, oh, there's this one part that I was like, no, I did not need that image in my head. <laughs> and for Ugh. me, it looked very fake, but like, I think mm-hmm. the idea of it is like very spooky. They, I really, really enjoyed this one. It's really well done. John Carpenter, he also did like Halloween, I think is a very famous horror film director. So this is my first John Carpenter film and I really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's suspenseful and there, yeah, just a few parts that it's like, what is happening right now? <laughs> and it, you are, you're just like second guessing everybody and you don't know who to trust and mm-hmm. it's really well done. Who's the main guy in it? Kurt Russell. That's right. And Keith David is in it, who is Dr. Facilier. Dr. Facilier. So yeah, really well done. <laughs> I gave it four stars. Same. And then three and a half to maybe four ghosts. Yeah, I gave it four ghosts just because of the suspense and then that like 80s sci-fi special effects. This just like, you can tell it's fake. But it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's still pretty spooky. <laughs> yeah, not not for children. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, for some adults either. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just I was screaming in this one, but not because I like was scared, just because that was the only way I knew how to react to what I was seeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was more of a like fun scream instead of a scared scream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are, like, different classifications of Lauren's screams. <laughs> I just went on Dinosaur this past week, and I just kept thinking about how you would scream the whole time, and Spencer was, like, deeply concerned, and I'm like, yeah. it's just Lauren. <laughs> this is not a scream you need to be worried about. <laughs> Afterwards, he was like, are you okay? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's just how I cope with um, my fears. <laughs> we went to Lagoon, and we rode Rattlesnake Rapids, and we all, we made a pact that as we went through the tunnel, we'd just scream at the top of our lungs. Because the line was really long, and the line would go past that tunnel. Oh my gosh. And so we were like, we're going to freak everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all just like 100% screaming. Oh. I wish that someone could have filmed us and oh hear what it sounded like. Here is the fail for the 2020 Spooky series. I was supposed to watch Ringu for my 1990-something and just never did. <laughs> I don't remember why, but <laughs> didn't watch it. So, incomplete. <laughs> incomplete. Um, moving on to th- 2001, The Others. I remember we watched this, like, I think the reason I skipped it is because I was running out of time to watch all of these films and the other ones I wanted to watch. And... I was also living alone, and so probably didn't want to watch something super, super scary in case I got really scared. But this one, we, the others, we watched right before I went to work at Joanne's, <laughs> right before a shift. Do you remember that? Yeah, I was in the middle of the day. Yeah. I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was very well done. It has Nicole Kidman. Is that right? Yes. I don't know what the actual actress's name is, but the Merlene lookalike from Lost. Shout out. <laughs> 
to the people who know what I'm talking about. It's my grandpa's wife. There's someone that looks just like her in Lost, and so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but she's in it. Um, I remember watching it, being like, I know her from somewhere. <laughs> um, it's not She's like my grandpa's wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best film ever, but I I really liked it. I feel like it's definitely worth watching. It's got good acting in it, and like maybe a somewhat predictable ending, but I actually feel like it's different in the way in from other films that have a similar vibe and I don't know, I'm trying to choose my words carefully so I don't spoil anything <laughs> but I don't know I really really liked it yeah I didn't think it was predictable I didn't see the end coming okay I don't think like when it was all getting revealed I was like what <laughs> I had to like sit there like I wasn't I had to like think about it for a while but yeah. I wasn't like super excited about the ending because I was just like hang on, what? What just happened? <laughs> I know, I remember you were, you were mad at the end. You didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it, it, it was pretty good. And yeah. it was pretty spooky. Some spooky parts. Yeah, definitely some, some good jump scares and just like, yeah, it's disorienting for sure. Mm-hmm. But I really like this one and if anybody watches it, I want to talk to you about it because I think it's really fun and I want to talk in detail about what happens and I don't feel like I should say anything just to keep <laughs> everything a surprise. Also, Nicole Kidman is forever my woman crush. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> just because She's of the alpacas? Amazing. Yes! <laughs> I gave it four stars and then three and a half to four ghosts. I also did four stars and three ghosts. Yeah. I would say it's, like, similar scare level to, like, maybe a little bit more than Signs, a little bit, like, Sixth Sense Kind of area. like Sixth Sense. Yeah. Because yeah. it is PG-13. Yeah. Right. It's not, like, super, super scary, but it is definitely not for faint of heart. Next is 2014. So since this was my 2020 spooky series, I had a whole other decade to squeeze in the 2010s. We did What We Do in the Shadows, which we have talked about previously. I think this was on my uh, movie alphabet. It is so funny. I'm definitely rewatching this on this year because it's just oh, it's so, so good. good. So fun. I love it. It's really good comedy. It's Taika Waititi who did Hunt for the Wilder People and Thor Ragnarok and Jojo Rabbit about vampires. So it's like so much that I love. Taika Waititi, vampires, horror, funny. But yeah, just a classic one and irreverent and inappropriate, but so, so funny. <laughs> Definitely very dark humor. <laughs> oh, yeah. And a Nosferatu reference. Lots of Nosferatu references. It's true. So All much of love. Peter's moments. Is- <laughs> <laughs> I gave it four and a half stars. I gave it five. I, I would probably bump it up to five at this point. And then two ghosts. It's really not super spooky. Just No, I gave it one ghost. Yeah, just more like... Yeah, the dark humor can be a little bit disturbing, but... Yeah. Um, wow. So that was two spooky series wrapped into one episode. Wow. Hopefully you have endured. Hopefully all the technology worked. <laughs> I know. Be it got better. It. I think it so. better at the end. But this is what it's going to look like for the foreseeable future. So, but I'm glad Except it... Except like, for all the guest episodes we have stocked up. That's true. 
but I, I feel like it's not unbearable. So no. it's good. It's good to see you. <laughs> I know. In your closet. <laughs> I'm hoping I can use one of the other rooms sometimes because they have like Disney characters on the walls. They're cute. Oh, I know. Oh! <laughs> um, but so stay tuned for our next episode. We are going to be discussing childhood TV shows with a very special guest. So you'll definitely want to keep an eye out for that. And I wrote down spooky send-off. So give us your best spooky send-off, Lauren. Uh, you took the words right out of my mouth, TJ. <laughs> Speaking of spooky, did you see this? I hate it. <laughs> Get it out. <laughs> Your one Halloween decoration <laughs> stays up year-round. Year-round. <laughs> Lauren has this awful Renoir picture that I absolutely hate that she insisted on putting up in our dorm rooms every time. Yeah, it's like a cool, like, actually big painting with a cool frame on it. Like, it makes you feel like you're cultured. And then when I went to Chicago this summer, it was at the Chicago Art Museum, and I was so mad. <laughs> it's like right behind one of my favorite paintings ever. I'm so irritated. <laughs> I think that's why I loved it. Like this lady was just getting rid of it, and then we had just gone to Chicago and seen the real thing. So I was like, I like it. I put it in my dorm room forever. Spooky as heck. It's beautiful and deep, but also very. <laughs> into- oh, sorry. <laughs> A sneeze. <laughs> Is that Jill? (laughs) It's a ghost. (laughs) Someone just walked through your room. (laughs) (laughs) Was probably Jill. I hope that was Jill. (laughs) (laughs) They were like crawling on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) That was Jill then, probably. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Did I come away? Did I go back? What? You you're back now. Okay. You came away. <laughs> I know. I was like, good choice of words. And I, I got again. <laughs> oh, sad. Bobby at the end of the night just like went and stood at <laughs> the corner and I was like, Bobby, don't do that. <laughs> oh, Bobby. 